Hello everyone, my name is Catherine Ferreira. I am the host and owner of Gem and Me. I want to take the time today to introduce myself. Who am I? I'm a young, proud, first-generation Latina, born and raised in Washington Heights. I have excelled in my life with adversity, hope, belief, motivation, and most importantly, the power in me. And I believe everybody has their own power inside themselves. And I want to share this platform with you to be able to explore and dig very deep inside of you to find the blessings, the gifts that you were given to become the best version of yourself. So thank you so much for joining today to the Gem and Me podcast. I hope to give you blessings, aha moments, many gifts really that you have within yourself to be able to unfold and find those within you. Thank you for listening today and welcome to Gemini. The power is within you. Hello everyone, Gem and me here. I'm so excited for today's conversation with Christy. Um, we're going to be talking about relationships. Um, this is a really good topic. I feel like relationships really pivot our lives and they're, um, we heal through relationships. We go through trauma through relationships. We manifest and show ourselves and our traumas through relationships. So Christy has a lot of research that she's going to be talking about. So thank you so much, Christy, for being here today. I'm so excited to discuss this topic with you. Thank you so much for having me. This is definitely um, something that impacts everyone's life, right? And um, it is very, very important because once you get to a certain stage in your life where you just want peace, you know exactly what you want, who you want in your life, um, and built with those people that are around you, right? So um, this is a very exciting topic for me. Um, I consider myself a little uh, researcher. <laughs> I just dive in whenever something happens, right? Yeah, so, I love it. <laughs> this is this is definitely a, a good one because there's a lot of research um, and it's things that um, it's not really spoken about, right? Because uh, we grew up not really speaking about relationships. We are not taught about it in schools. Um, kind of go hand in hand with like, you know, money and the concept of investing. So it's just um, taking the idea of everything you do, including with your relationships, you have to put um, the time in it. You have to invest time, money, and energy. And it really gets to the point where you really evaluate, okay, who are the people that are always around me, that are always looking out for me? Who are the people that I want to build with? And I feel that um, we are really taught how to do this romantically. We are not taught how to do this with other relationships. For example, like there's friends that you grew up with and okay, what are your goals with it for that friendship? What is the purpose of that friendship? Are you guys building together? Are you guys just exploring together? And taking it from there and kind of building into it and deciding what do you want for each individual relationship in your life? Yeah, that's so important. Um, I definitely agree with you when you're like, 
you know, at a point of your life that you have very limited time and very little patience <laughs> um, to deal with certain people. And obviously you all grow friendships um, and you become the person that you're intended to be. You grow and develop yourself and kind of find yourself. And within that journey, you also pick and choose people who you resign with, right? Like who you bond with, have things in common and kind of share that common ground. Um, so I'm happy, first of all, that you have been able to be part of my journey, um, you know, and I hope you continue to be in the future. So I just wanted to bring that up. Um, so thank you for being my friend and always being there for me. Um, and you're an amazing friend. Um, I don't tell you that enough, but I wanted to tell you that. Um, so, you know, it's sometimes now that like through like friendships that I've gone through and sometimes, we, like I said, we grow apart. And um, some people have certain expectations about you and um, they're like, oh, like you don't call me, you don't do this, you don't do that. And I had this incident with somebody like recently, I'm not gonna say no names just to not like bring people, you know. Um, but I, she told me this and I'm like, oh, like the reason why, you know, I wasn't there for you because I wasn't there for myself. Like I wasn't there like mentally for myself, you know? And like, we go through a lot of stuff like in life and, you know, certain people have certain expectations of you as a friend, as a daughter, as a mother, as a whatever, right? And um, if you're not there for yourself, you know, how can you be there for others? And so I feel like I wanted to bring that out there because that really affects the way that we project ourselves in friendships and relationships and partnerships, whatever, what, whatever type of relationship you're in, you know? So I, I kind of wanted to pick your brain about that. What do you think about that? Oh, I'm so excited that you brought that up. <laughs> so mm -hmm. as I, I, I have put in a lot of time in, into this and a lot of research just because of certain experiences that I have gone through and just trying to grow and, and heal and, you know, move forward. And one of the things that I thought was a hilarious idea is the fact that sometimes you get into a relationship with a person and they're like... Uh, <laughs> um a fixer upper and it's like you know a lot of us we have such a good heart and and we think you know well they need help let me help them or whatever the case is and you get yourself into these um situations that you kind of could have avoided because you were just going off of your heart and having that good true intention but now you find yourself in a difficult situation because this person requires a lot of um requires a lot and you kind of like trying to fix them and help them and change them but the thing is um you have to let them DIY it right so like learn these things on their own because a lot of the times um and I know we do this a lot especially in our culture we try to help people that haven't asked for help and then when they do ask for help sometimes we don't Thank have you. to help. so it's it it's it's really like a, a sticky situation because sometimes you want you devote all this time and invest all this time into helping someone who's not asking for the help so it's not going to work out um but yes yeah, sometimes when someone comes to you and you know they are asking for help at that moment in time you might not be um you might not have the time to do so so it's really difficult kind of finding the balance and then the other part is, if you know somebody is 
is going through this, um, either let them do it themselves if they're not asking for help. But if they do ask for help, be there for them. Because I feel that's that's another part of it where sometimes um, we don't give the time or invest the time in the right people that actually want to be there and want to be around us. And sometimes we... Um, they call it chasing, right? Um, when you start chasing um, these people into your life um, that are not putting in the same amount of time. So it's finding a balance of finding those people that actually want to be there and build with you and have a meaningful and purpose and purposeful relationship, as opposed to chasing all these people that you, uh, you think you might, they might be good for you, but they're actually not. Yes. Yes. And um, it's good that you mentioned, like, just let them be, right? And then they come back. Because that's the thing. And, you know, it's, and like you said, it's a sticky thing. Because some people are in a good place in their life where they could, like, engage, be there for you, be there for them. It's healthy, right? But like I said previously, like, if you're not in a healthy mindset, you know, and you can't be there for yourself, you're going to something mentally, you know, um, healing and trauma and all these things that do contribute to your ability to be there for others right and and the way that you project your your um your love your communication etc which is all part of a relationship if you think about it right and so um just like you said finding that balance i think like that's perfect timing and alignment right finding that alignment um to be able to to be there for each other i think is so important so thank you right And I also want to bring up the fact that it's okay to, you know, take the time to DIY, right? Do it yourself, learn what it is that's going on with you, et cetera. But also distinguishing the difference between um, doing it yourself and taking time off to learn what it is that you need and what it is that, um, you know, your purpose, what it is that you're trying to um, do in life and create with with these relationships in life, but also figuring out when you're doing too much of that and you just trying to become a high achiever. Because there's also the concepts that when people are very high achieving individuals, they don't prioritize their relationships. So what happens is those people that are very high achieving, um, they end up being alone later on in their life. They have nobody to rely on. They have no friendships because they never took the time to invest in creating relationships. And some of them is friendships, romantic. Um, some of them don't even have um, offsprings. So you end up with a person that is completely alone because they just, they were so high achieving that they were just focused on their career. And at the end of the day, um, it goes back to the investment um, thing. You have to invest in relationships in order to have people later on for you in life. Um, not only that, but you know we have been taught that uh, having a career and these positions and these titles is what really makes you success- successful. And there was actually a study from Harvard that uh, it was a 75 year old study. Um, they were actually surprised that they were able to keep up the study for 75 years. And they were asking men, like, what is the secret to happiness? And ultimately all of them said were having good relationships. So it doesn't matter how successful you are, how much money, how much wealth you have, 
if you don't have relationships and people in your life to share that with, you're never going to truly be successful because happiness is the key to it. And the key to happiness is having these meaningful and purpose, purposeful relationships in your life. That's a, what's it called? Like a mind um, explosion moment. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. That's very um, interesting um, perspective to kind of see, you know, our life journeys and happiness. Um, I kind of wanted to pick your brain. Uh, we were talking offline about different, um, I would say styles, right? So relationship styles and the ways that we project ourselves as uh, being maybe um, avoidant or other styles that we might bring up. And that kind of piggybacks on, um, you know, our upbringing, right? If we didn't, if we're like avoiding confrontation or things like that, we might like avoid certain uh, relationships or confrontation because of our past experiences, maybe with parents or other relationships. Could you tell us a little bit about that? So this is um this is a very interesting concept and it's something that um I was kind of by surprise though because it's something that you don't hear a lot of um because you know a lot of us we grow up you know just forming relationships but we don't really have guidance um we don't really have anyone to like role model on uh, schools don't really teach about this um. I even study psychology and this is something that never came up. And um, it was like, you know, the psychology of people. And it's the concept of realizing whether you are um, your style of conflict, right? So the two major um, styles is the anxious, preoccupied person versus the avoidant. So of course, the anxious, preoccupied person is the one that is, you know, when something happens, they're anxious about it. They want to figure out what's going on. They want to find a way to fix it. Um, they're just trying to work on it to make it better and to move forward. While the avoidant is the one that completely blacks you off. They put up a wall. They don't want to talk about it. Um, they don't have the time for it. They completely black you off and they just put up this wall. So it's like, no matter what you try to do, it's not going to work out. So really trying to figure out why your style is and recognizing that. Because when you want to have a meaningful, um, purposeful relationship, and it's a relationship that you really care about, um, realizing which style you are and which style um, the other person is. So that when a conflict arises, you know how to handle it. Um, because if there's no communication about it, you know, you might lose a friendship or a relationship that you didn't really want to lose because you didn't realize what kind of style you were. And this is for all relationships. So it's really important to analyze what style you are, um, how you react when there's a conflict and um, speaking about it with those that are close around you so that when something arises, you know how to fix it and you know how to come to a mutual agreement and compromise. Hmm. That's actually interesting that you mentioned. And um, that kind of reminded me of the um, love languages. And I'm not going to go over the five love languages. But <laughs> I do want to bring it up because I feel like it would be a great tool for people to 
kind of explore if you're trying to figure out what your um, loved ones, you know, what their love language is and what your own love language is. So you know how to be loved and how to love others. Um, so please, you know, feel free to check it out, the five love languages, and you'll also find ways to, you know, if you know how your friend or your spouse or your daughter, what type of love language they have, then you're able to show that more effective to them, right? And they'll be able to receive it better because that's their love language. Right. And then it comes to the point, once you analyze that um, style and you figure out which one you are in, um, also recognizing what kind of um, forgiving person you are. Because this is a, another thing that is completely new to me. And I was like, huh, that's very interesting. Um, the fact that when you forgive a person, there's two outcomes. So you can be the type that is forgiving and you're ready to reconcile. Or the fact that is you forgive the person, but you're ready to release them and move on. And I was like, oh my God, like, you know, this is something that, again, nobody really speaks about because it's like, okay, I forgive you. So what's next? Are we going to work it out, reconcile, or mm -hmm. are you deciding to move on? And again, um, analyzing the relationship and analyzing um, what kind of style you are and how much um, you're willing to do to either reconcile or just be done and move away from that relationship. Yeah, and that kind of really applies, right, to every relationship, like being able to navigate and um, really, I would say, communicate through conflict, right, because I feel like every relationship obviously has conflict, disappointments, you know, expectations, which, right, and that's a whole nother kind of worms that we could talk about, um, but yeah, I feel like if we would have in our upbringings learn how to manage conflict a little better, right? In our relationship within ourselves with our um, exterior environment, we would be better, you know, relationship navigators. <laughs> right, and I feel like it's, it's so important because, you know, um, it's a matter of realizing these things and, and like you said, conflict happens in every relationship. Um, I feel like sometimes people get um, a little bit confused by the word of love. They feel that if you love a person, whether it's a romantic uh, relationship, platonic relationship, that conflict is not gonna happen. And that's not the case. Conflict is gonna arise in every relationship. And it's a matter of analyzing and figuring out how important and how valuable that um, relationship is to you and whether um, these styles are gonna become a conflict if it's something that you will speak of. Um, because again, people assume, oh, you love that person, so nothing is ever gonna go wrong. No, the true meaning of love is putting in the work and putting in the fight so that no matter what problem comes at you, you're able to face it together. And I feel that a lot of people misconstrue that view because they just feel like you love this person, everything's gonna be good all the time. And that's not the case. Love is a consistent um, battle, um, working it together 
analyzing your future, your purpose, your meaning of the relationship, and always um, conquering that problem together. Girl, you just mentioned something that hit me hard, the word love. And that that's the essence, right? There's an essence of a relationship is based on love. And, um, you know, I've struggled through, I would say, personal relationships and that actual word because of um, past experiences, you know, my upbringing, et cetera. And um, it's hard to demonstrate that sometimes, right, to friends, partners, um, parents, because we're not taught how to. And that's a whole nother, I would say, layer of our inability to, to navigate relationships, right? Because either we don't know how to communicate it to our um, significant other friends, et cetera, or we don't know how to receive it, right? And I feel like that's, you know, it, it's so important because, um, once you learn, I mean, that's that's essentially what unconditional love is. And, you know, as I've been doing research and I, I have heard and read more things is, you know, is that con unconditional love? Is that inconsistent um, battle? Regardless of what you do, regardless of who you become, regardless of what the problem is, I'm going to love you and I'm going to be there for you. And that's something that, you know, um, becomes a problem sometimes for spiritual people or for religious people because certain things happen and they're like oh you know it becomes a huge problem and it's like no if you're going to be unconditional if this relationship is as meaningful and as important as you say regardless of what you do regardless of what happens I'm going to be there for you and I'm going to love you unconditionally yeah so what would you say from based on your research, um, what would you say are like the top three things that you thought were like very important or that like others that are listening now could like implement in their relationships? Um, well, there's a lot of statistics, but I feel really prioritizing those that are important to you. Um, analyze who are the important people in your life. Um, analyze what it is that you want to accomplish or what it is that you want to do with a specific relationship. Because again, it's assumed that you can only build with a romantic relationship. And that's not the case. Um, we have seen a lot of single moms who are now joining together, moving in together and creating a healthy household for their kids because they have formed this relationship and this un unionship with another female so now you have two incomes coming into a house you have um kids that have more than one parent caring for them and that's something that again it's not um advertised a lot it's not spoken a lot of but yes you can build even with platonic relationships so figure out who the people that are important in your life, what it is that you want to accomplish or build with them. Um, and then also prioritizing those people because sometimes, and this is something that you and I have spoken about, um, like when COVID happened, um, a lot of people died. And sometimes we get so caught up in the everyday life that we get so distracted that something as simple as a text, a call, we completely forget. And then 
you know, life happens. People die, people get sick, um, things happened, and then we, we have regrets. And that's the biggest thing. Um, try to avoid every regret you can. So try to dedicate, even if it's once a week, set goals for yourself, set, set goals for your relationship. Even if it's twice a month, this is our goal. We're gonna call each other twice a month. We're gonna try to meet up once a month. If you live far, let's try to meet up every quarter, every three months, every four months we'll meet up. Um, and just set, set relationship goals. It doesn't matter what kind of relationship it is, but set relationship goals. Um, and then lastly, remembering and prioritizing um, these relationships because um, the reality is that no matter how much success you have, how much wealth you have, nothing is gonna impact your life and your happiness like the people that are around you and having these successful relationships and again, creating these goals for yourselves and your relationships. Wow, that's amazing. Thank you so much, Christy. I feel like that really touched me. Um, and I know that, you know, our listeners are going to be so happy that, you know, about this conversation, because it's so important. And like you said, we don't really talk about these things, right? And um, life goes on, things get busy, we just go on with life and kind of have passive encounters with those who we love and don't really be intentional and specific about those goals and those milestones and those traditions and those moments that we could cherish right so thank you so much for being here and sharing all your uh, research and wisdom and love with us today thank you so much for having me it has been an honor seeing you grown and still mm -hmm. uh building this like relationship mentorship um relationship that we have um and it's, it just has been a great journey, honestly. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. Have a good night, everyone. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I am so grateful that you're here listening to my podcast, Gem and Me. Um, I hope that you continue to share, continue to listen on on very important topics that I discuss in my growth and journey to what is called life. Um, I hope that you're able to learn and explore different values and things that you have within you. Um, I really hope to serve as a, as a support system and a community to those who need that inspiration in that community because I know that I needed this, you know, um, I still do, um, but like growing up, I felt like I needed something where I can, you know, see the examples and have a support system. So I hope to serve as such. Thank you for listening and have a great one.